Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. So I said, yeah, Tim, I'll vaccinate my son when you decide to vaccinate yourself for being stupid. (laughs) Ah, Tim. And we're back. Welcome to Time to Die. I'm Tom Whitty. And I'm Ben Russell. And this is the unfunniest podcast you'll ever subscribe to. But that is kind of the point. Each episode, we match up two brilliant comedians, and then we ask them to use their comedy powers to write three minutes of the worst stand-up they can dream of. Our guests then swap their scripts with each other, and each has to go out and present it as if they wrote it themselves at a real comedy club. The winner is the comic who commits to the bit... And gets the most laughs with what they're given. Now I'm excited about this week because uh, we've matched up two comedians who, in my book, are just absolutely fearless. Yes, uh, there we have some excellent guests in. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do, what they can bring. They're both uh, excellent performers and excellent joke writers. So it's it's good to see sort of this cerebral nature. You know, and we don't none of your. None of you are just just naturally repulsive like uh, Jonathan Schuster. No. That's scumbag. No, nothing <laughs> like that. These guys, they've really got into the idea this week of this podcast because they've, you know, they've really used their, their uh, knowledge of stand-up to create something remarkable. Mm. Yes, indeed. Now, before we do get started, it does look likely that the Melbourne International Comedy Festival will be cancelled due to the old COVID-19. 19. Mm, and that's going to have an impact on this podcast as well. So uh, simply because the uh, of the nature of how this we put this whole thing together, it relies on big crowds getting together. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> In a time where it should be great for podcasters, yeah. we are the only ones who rely on live sort of entertainment. Everyone else is, is thinking, okay, people are at home. They're going to have to – they're going to be looking for <laughs> content to consume. <laughs> And we're going to go on holidays, Not us. Well, we'll see. Anyway, look, it's, it's a bit of a shame uh, just as we get going, but we've got to do the responsible thing. Um, but that's all the more reason to subscribe to the podcast uh, so you can you know, get an alert when we're back in business, baby. Woo-woo. Uh, also, if you're listening to this uh, while stuck in isolation, why not share it, this podcast with a friend? Not in person. Don't, don't touch them. No. Um, Send them an, uh, you know, a sequence of lights and uh, tubes. Yeah, uh, that that is one way to do it for sure. Um, uh, you know, they say that laughter is the best medicine. Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, that is not true. No, no. I mean, no. medicine. I think is the best medicine. They, yeah, they also say that. Yeah, medicine's uh, definitely. I mean, you don't see doctors going. Uh, you know, uh, tell me a joke. Okay, that's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time we. Uh... I've been. Isolated myself recently. <laughs> you guys are the first people I've talked to. Ben's been riffing the solo for a while. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, let's tell the listeners who that voice was. First, he is one of the strongest 
original voices in Australian comedy. He's performed on Tonightly with Tom Ballard at Splendor in the Grass with a bunch of people on drugs and to sold-out audiences at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. He's also one of my favourite joke writers. I, I used to work with him at Channel 10 and I would read his jokes over my lunch break and just absolutely love it. He's, uh, he's, he's great. So when he's delivering the jokes that he wrote himself, it sounds like this. If we're familiar with a bird round in Fuck, Marry, Kill, just, just standard rules, three different types of birds. That's all we're doing. <laughs> But we're taking it very seriously as well. Like, my friend's got to come up with the birds. He spends ages thinking about it. He finally goes, all right, Jack. Rooster. Pelican. Peacock. As soon as he says peacock, I'm like, what, do you think I'm an idiot? I'm fucking that peacock, of course. (laughs) Now... Assuming the comedy festival goes ahead, his new show, Rat Paradise, will be playing at Tasma Terrace throughout the festival. It is Jack Druce. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you for having me on this. How are you feeling? You look well. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling all right. I think... uh, No fever. No fever. Feeling good. That's good. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Everything Maybe you got good. a. I got a fever, and that's for what great comedy that we're gonna see. Oh man, you've got you've got joke fever he, big time. He, <laughs> I know that about you. You keep saying that. Yeah. Like, I keep asking He's you to stop. Screams it on the bus sometimes. Yeah, yeah went and got a test. Went to the I doctors, and it was like joke fever, baby. <laughs> I got joke fever. <laughs> anyway, I'm not allowed to go back there. Uh, now we must introduce our next guest. She is an incredibly funny woman who was a finalist in the Melbourne International Comedy Festival's class. Clowns competition. Uh, Australian listeners may have heard her on the Triple J or read rave reviews of her show in the Age or the Herald Sun newspapers. Well said. And international listeners may have seen her at Edinburgh Fringe or New Zealand Fringe. And when she's crushing it on stage, it sounds like this. I met a girl at a bar when I was in Europe. She said she was Chinese. And I was like, you're Chinese? No way, I'm Chinese. And then the next thing I said, I managed to surprise even myself I said, but your English is so good. (laughs) I don't know if there's any culturally diverse people in the audience, but this is a question for you. Do you ever feel so Australian that you accidentally do a 360 and become a full-blown racist? (laughs) (laughs) Her new show, Annie Louie's Big Break, is playing at the Chinese Museum at Tea Room during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It is the very funny Annie Louie. Hey. Guys, welcome. Thanks so much for being a part of this very brave podcast. We are the bravest. People say that. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. What are your dreams? My dreams? Yeah. Uh, stress dreams about selling tickets. They usually happen. <laughs> classic. Pre-festival. Classic. Classic uh, stress dream. Now, for a lot of people, public speaking is one of their greatest fears. I hate it. Yes. Yeah. But for you guys, you just said... Yes. To this and podcast. And we asked you why. Why would you do something like that? Knowing that you're going out there with an audience that's likely to hate you. Well, that's the idea, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like uh, it's one, I kind of agreed to it pretty nonchalantly and then today has been a hell world. So it's like, <laughs> it's fine. We're just, yeah, up until right now, it's been good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's fun to do like a, you want to test yourself, you know? It's like, I think it should make, you know, you see people doing the... Uh, you know, you got to work out or train with like extra weight on 
something. I That's feel what like this, this is. Yeah, right. This is going to roll into a regular <laughs> this gig is with extra it's weight. the rice weights on your ankles. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I get sick of doing my own material. I love the challenge of something different. Anything mm. that's like stand up with a spin to it. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'll do like yeah things like improvise, stand up, or I'll do clowning or sketch stuff as well. Mm. Annie, what's the worst you've ever bombed? Worst I've ever bombed. I didn't feel like the audience. Thought I was bombing. I felt like I was bombing, but I performed to two people in Adelaide and there were two old ladies running very late for the show. I reckon like at least 20 minutes. That's kind of where I should have said no, no way. And today, if that happened, I'd say absolutely no way. But when I was, you know, my one year into stand up, I thought, okay, I'll take what I can get. So So they turned up to your show 20 minutes late. Yes. And then they were rushing off to see another show. So they asked me if I could do a condensed version for them. And I agreed. And then I was doing callbacks. And realizing like it didn't land because they didn't hear the actual jokes, oh. but they were very nice and they smiled back anyway. But that made it more excruciating for me. That is painful. That Jack. is the the goal of showing up late and then demanding a condensed <laughs> version. <laughs> it's like you're making demands. <laughs> it's, it's very it's very boomer behavior. Yeah. Right? So true. What about you, Drews? What's the um, worst you've done? Worst bomb. Uh, I think I I've been booed off stage once. I what? did. Uh, did an a-week gig, which was um, real bad. And I was real young as well. Like, I think I just started. Right. I started when I was, like, a teenager. So I think the booker thought, like, oh, it's a-week. It's all, you know, these teenagers going to uni for the first time. This would be a good match, which is, I guess, a reasonable on-paper decision. But I feel like the reality is, if like, if you're – if you're 19, the last thing you want is to be like some 17-year-old trying yeah. to make you laugh. It's like you don't care at I'm all. I'm just remembering what I was like at that age and I was I was not a good person. Yeah, so I think it was like it was a big – Some things group. never change. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there was like seven or 800 people there. It was like a big space at wow. – I can't remember yeah, which uni huge. in Sydney, but then like – yeah, everyone was real drunk and kind of yeah. weird teenage hormone pride. It's a lot of bravado. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was Adam Hills was what the main act was going to be. Right. And so that I don't think it was advertised that there'd be anyone other than Adam Hills on there. Right. So it was like. <laughs> that's, that's where the problems sort of start. Yeah. Right? So it's like an MC comes on and they're already furious at that. It's like, who is this guy? And the MC was Daniel Towns, who's like just a just a straight up killer. He's so good. And so he sort of gets a bit of energy in the room and then brings me on. I'm just this like little teenager has no idea what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, good day, guys. I'm just like, yeah. I want to boo you now. (laughs) Do it. That was fun. Do it. Do it. I've got a great boo on me. I enjoy breaking out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just a boo. (laughs) It's like a very formal ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Boo. (laughs) Boo, I do say Now, yeah. Jack, you'll be performing in about an hour at the at the Rochi mm-hmm. in Fitzroy. Uh, it's a great venue. It's hosted Time to Die Before. Uh, and, Annie, you're performing uh, in a couple of nights at Voltaire in North Melbourne. We're, we're told it's going to be a packed house at Voltaire. Uh, That's so- where I bomb regularly, so it will really? be no different well, to any other okay, night. Okay, great. Uh, so who's got the advantage? Rochi, um, Voltaire. I feel I, like oh, – sorry, go I'm going to say Rochi. And I, yeah, I think Rochi can have kind of a bit of a – Bit of a loose vibe. Like I think there's a chance that just doing something that's clearly, clearly a bit off and weird could just, could just kind of work. Now, Annie, I want to I want to talk about your script because mm. th- we haven't seen someone put this much research 
into a script yes. before. You've you've gone to town. You've 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 researched Jack's family history. Yep. You've, you've written <laughs> you've written direction into the script. Yeah, like, I really wanted to be there with him after I wrote that, so I could be like, "This is how you meant to do it, Jack." Yeah. Like, get real <laughs> in the director's chair. Yeah, you've got director's notes. You use the title of Jack's festival show, Rat Paradise, to write horrible jokes about rats, basically ensuring that anyone yeah. at the venue <laughs> won't go to his show this year. <laughs> and you finish the set by having him tell the crowd to fuck off. Yes, because I see a lot of bad comedians. I think that's the key is to blame the audience when you're bombing. That turns them right, right off. Yeah, right. yeah. That's so such many a clever script. Thank you. Professionals I, know to blame the audience after you've bombed and you're chatting with your friends. That's yeah. right. Really quietly. That's, that's exactly it. the time to blame the audience. Right, right. Yeah, but basically this is how I do my stand-up because all my jokes are very personal. So I, it made sense to me to delve into what Jack does outside of his stand-up life and, oh, You've done so many interviews, so easy to find dirt yeah. on you. Why don't you even talk about your dad and your real stand-up? Um, yeah, I think I used to early on. I could bring it back. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it's so weird, and we didn't it's talk an, about well, this it's outside. It's an amazing story, actually. This. I mean, I don't want to give it away. I want, I want, we'll leave it for our listeners, but it's a, it is an incredible story. <laughs> Uh, but not the way you tell it, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're about to perform it in, in yeah. yeah, about an hour. How are you feeling, mate? Um. Yeah, not great. I think it's kind of honestly. I feel like I'm feeling better doing doing this and actually talking about it because then it's just a it's just a real thing and, and it's like there's more of a it's kind of a fun challenge if I'm ex- actually talking to people who know about it. Where if it's just this strange thing that's kind of in my head that I'm thinking about trying to memorize, yeah, it's yeah. just like God damn it, what have I put myself through this for? All you have to deal with is the public humiliation. Yeah, exactly. But it's like I don't, I don't yeah. think you're helping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a is there a particular line you're worried about? Um, yeah, I feel like there's, there's a few ones where they feel like they're bad jokes in the way that it's like a person's trying to do a joke and it's not a good one, and I feel like audiences can sort of they recognize at least it was a joke even yeah. if it doesn't kill it's like oh okay he said something there where there's like one right at the beginning where it's almost like it's like i've just set something up and then weirdly trailed off and yeah. gone, oh, anyway, like, <laughs> which i feel like creates much it's, it's, it's really good uh now jack uh you still have a few days to write your material for annie yeah after looking at this material, is there you know things that you're going to change, things that you're going to make worse, bit of um, revenge? Have you got anything up your sleeve? Bit of retribution? No, I think I'll. Have you made a start on it? Yeah, I got some plans. I feel like I don't know if I need revenge, but if I feel really bad after doing this, then the <laughs> revenge is coming. Yeah, I'm, I'm really afraid. <laughs> Yeah, revenge is definitely the word that popped into my head. Oh, really? <laughs> You've got many days to work on it. Because usually we do this, we do the nights back to back, and so we do the handover during the podcast. But that's not mm. the case here. You've got you've got time to reflect and and get personal. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be racist. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm going to be doing accents. Or... Yeah, Jack is yeah. well, a, yeah. a famous yeah. racist. You agreed to a podcast with me. You know the, the racism is coming. Just, it's just going a off matter the, of time. Going off the stuff he said before we hit record. It was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you what do you have planned? Um, I'd like. I, I feel like a lot of them have been like sort of self deprecating or trying to present them as like a really bad person or something. Where I'd like to just go more of a 
sort of odd lateral angle on it or okay. something. So I'd like to do a parody song is my plan. Oh. <laughs> I haven't figured out exactly, oh, Does it involve exactly what it would be. Instruments? We haven't seen um, that yet. Oh, not at this stage, but... I mean, what's your be. musical talent um, like? Uh, not great. I used to play violin and piano. There but you go. Like, I'm inviting some friends to this show when I perform. So if I take out a keyboard, they're going to know something is up straight away. Yeah. <laughs> no way this is legit. Yeah, well, it'll be an instrument you don't know if there's one. Okay. I'll work Come on, yeah. pan flute. In a terms of or something. <laughs> now, a quick reminder of the rules, okay? You two, you have to sell this material as if you wrote it yourself. The audience must believe your performance. You're not allowed to disclose to the crowd that you didn't write it. You're not allowed to modify it. You're not allowed to tell other comics at the venue that you didn't write it. If someone heckles, you can respond with a with a one-liner or something like that, but you've got to get back on script as soon as possible. The winner is the comedian who gets the most laughs with the terrible hand they've been dealt. If between the two of you, you can't decide, then I, in my great and powerful wisdom, will select a winner. Any questions? Uh, I'm good. Let's just let's just get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> you seem a little yeah. stressful. <laughs> All right. Well, look, uh, stick around because after the break, thanks to Annie Louie, we'll hear Jack Drew spend three minutes in hell. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. We're outside at the Rochi uh, once again in an existential crisis, ready to witness Jack Druce suck it up. It's bad, man. I don't know why I've. It's it's a weird sort of like the fear is weird because it's not it's not like a fear of public speaking or the ba- it's like bombing equals I'm bad at comedy and I know that this isn't a reflection of that but I know it will definitely feel like that when I'm doing it like the whole <laughs> so much of my identity is based on being good at comedy and my sense of self and I just feel like that's about to go away for a, a while <laughs> maybe it's just me but I feel like I, I genuinely laughed at the script now maybe that's because I wasn't saying it but I, th- I think there's some jokes in there that are genuinely funny I also think that you're such a great comedian that it, it could go surprisingly well I hope so. I I think I'm a good comedian, but I think a lot of why I'm a good comedian is because I think about the stuff I'm going to say and and write it in a way that's going to work for me. Well, Jack, I I admire your courage. You you don't seem as phased at the end of this interview as you did at the start. Good luck, mate. Yeah, thanks, man. Should be fun. Should be fine. for the very funny Jack Drews. Hello, everyone. Thanks, Luca. We good? Well, 
Right, man? Everything good at home? Doing well? Got enough toilet paper? Yes. Yeah, sick, man. That's who I want. I can believe these... Three rolls, fuck yeah, man. That's what you want. These idiots buying up all these toilet paper. What are they doing? I mean, I was, I was, at, the toilet, I was at the supermarket the other day buying some toilet paper. I mean, uh, bread. All right, get the topical stuff out of the way early, I guess. Topical stuff early. Um, oh, no, this is the other topical bit I wanted to try. It was uh, International Women's Day on Sunday, right? Yeah, I, I tried this at another gig. Didn't go great, but I, f- I feel like you guys can take it, all right? Uh, what do you call a woman who likes men with tiny dicks. My girlfriend. (laughs) Come on, am I right, ladies? Am I right? Uh, My dick is tinier than my overbite is big. You know what I mean? Um, Sorry, I forgot my next bit. Um, Sorry, sorry. Um, All right. Uh, My girlfriend says I jerk off too much. Uh, just kidding, don't have a girlfriend. You know, what's wrong with women these days? Clearly a catch. Clearly a huge catch. Um, what else can I tell you about myself? Uh, my favourite animal is the rat. Not just because I look like one. Um, I moved... Uh, so I, uh, I moved here from Canada, right? I grew up when I was... I grew up, yeah, a Canadian person. You can cheer a country, that's cool. I um, grew up in Canada. I moved to Australia because my, my dad is the coach of the Australian whitewater kayaking team, and he got a job coaching for the Sydney Olympics in 2000. Right, so my uh, first direction was thinking of Nicky Webster. Right? That's <laughs> not even a joke, that one. Um, but, you know, I, um, what was I going to say? My girlfriend says I jerk off. Fuck, I did that one. Fuck, 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 fuck. Sorry. Um, Sorry, fuck. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. But um, it's ironic that my dad's a coach because I look like this. You know what I mean? Like, plus my name is Jack. And I'm, like, I'm the opposite of ripped. <laughs> right? It's like, you know, jacked means, you know, like a guy who goes to the gym a lot. But, like, I don't, I don't go to the gym. Like, I try and... Uh, I walk a lot. Go walking. Sometimes I think about walking into traffic. Uh, Kind of at the moment, I feel like that, actually. I feel like I should give that a crack. Um, but, uh, I don't know. When I, was a, when I was a kid, my dad took me out kayaking this one time. And we'd been kind of, like, 15 minutes, just paddling out there. And so suddenly, out of the blue, my dad just starts screaming. He's like, ah, fuck, 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 fuck. I'm like, Dad, what's wrong? He's like, Jack, there's rats. And they've, they've like, they've gotten into my kayak and they're nibbling at my feet. And I was like, Dad, rats in the middle of the ocean? You know what you could call that? Call that pie rats. <laughs> you know, like pie... Get it like rats, but, but pirates in the ocean. You know, anyway, I had to cancel the trip, so uh, you know, I just went home and jerked off to Nicky Webster. I guess that was... Anyway, that's the bits I wanted to try out tonight. Um, I'm doing a show at the Comedy Festival. It's called Rat Paradise. There's some of the rat jokes in there. Uh, If you want to come check it out, that would be great. Uh, If not, fuck you. Thanks very much. See you later. We're back outside the Rochi. Just first up, got some genuine laughs. Yeah. Uh, in the, I would say the first half of your set. Yeah, well, that's cool. I, yeah, it was weird. I, 
I was surprised when I got actual laughs at the beginning. I, I like consciously was like, I just got to, in my head, I think this is funny. Like, I just got to go in all guns blazing. Like, this is a real hot set and I'm doing my best. And I feel like that with that, it was like my expectations were like, I'm going to get <laughs> absolutely nothing and booed. So it's like yeah. the fact that anyone had even chuckled at anything I'd said that far. Mentally, I was already like, I've crushed this. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is easy now. Uh, Jack Drews, congratulations. You really sucked <laughs> uh, thank you uh, <laughs> yeah it was fun I'm outside Club Voltaire it's a beautiful Sunday evening and I'm joined with Annie Louie Annie how are you feeling? hello hi I, I was very confident coming into this I did prepare as much as I could over the last 24 hours and went to extra effort to make costuming happen so uh, when I arrived at the venue, though, and uh, my friend who helped me with the costume, I saw the look on her face of horror. I'm a little bit worried now because I'm tapping into a genre I've never, ever tried before and may never try again. So we should let our audience in on that because Jack Drews has been particularly cruel. He, he kept his word. He's decided to <laughs> give you some musical comedy to perform. Yeah. Uh, I am the world's worst when it comes to remembering lyrics. Like, every time I'm in the car, I'm just like... They call that mumble rap. That's big now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm real. I'm the world's best mumble rapper. So, But I'm worried. So forgetting lyrics is the biggest thing, really. I've got the story down. So since we last saw each other, there's been some developments in the Australian comedy industry. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival has been cancelled. So spirits are low across the board with you know comedians. But... Remarkably, there are some American tourists that are waiting in the bar, ready to come in, and they are psyched. It's quite a big crowd. I think they're going to be up for it. I think they're going to hopefully be like that hen's night crowd that I want. There's nothing better than American audiences. They are the best audiences ever. They're so excited. I just want to have a good (laughs) time, and I'm going to clap and laugh, and it's going to be a great time. I actually think because the, the Melbourne International Comedy Festival is cancelled, I'm actually being like, fuck it. Like, let's just give it my all because it could be the last opportunity to perform in a while. So in that classic kind of clowning formula, like, don't be afraid to fail. Just fuck it. And I think people have shown up here today because they're also, they just don't care anymore. Like, you know, people are, they're going home. They might not even be allowed back into the States. They're just like, let's mm. just go out and have fun. Annie Louie, good luck. I uh, don't envy you. Thank you, and uh, try to scrub the image of me out of your mind tonight. <laughs> Never. <laughs> One, and keep it going for Annie Louie. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I didn't like that MC very much. <laughs> uh, I'm a new mum. Mm, yeah, thank you. People are surprised when I tell them I'm a mum. Sometimes it surprises me too. I've always wanted to have a kid. It's been my dream. And uh, I didn't realise, though, I spend all day changing diapers and covered in vomit So I guess the dream has become a bit of a nightmare. My friend Tim, he's always trying to give me advice. He said, Annie, you should vaccinate your son. And I said, well, Tim, you're the same guy 
who believed that Bill Shorten was going to be PM. So I said, yeah, Tim, I'll vaccinate my son when you decide to vaccinate yourself for being stupid. (laughs) Ah, Tim. (sighs) My son's growing up very fast. He's quite a character. Um, He's got a lot of questions. Like the other day he asked me, Mum, why don't fish swim on the land? And I said, well, son, that's because they need water to swim. And he said, well, if I put water on the land, could they swim then? And I said, yes, son, if it was in a fish bowl or an aquarium. And he said, well, I'm going to put an aquarium in the sky. Then the penguins could live there. And I said, yeah, sure. Sure, son, you can't even build the pirate ship Lego. But the world's first sky aquarium. (laughs) That'll be easy. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) I am a little bit worried, though, that when he grows up, he's going to have some bigger questions. Like, what happens when he asks, where do babies come from? I don't know how to explain sex to a child. But then I thought about it. And I thought, the best way to explain it is through a fun song. So, I've written one. (laughs) So when the time comes, I'll be able to explain it to him. Hit it. Spy on your baby, use Nana Cam. Tired through the day, awake through the night. Ain't gonna hire a sitter tonight. I'm gonna watch you grow in height. Now you wanna know the answer to where babies come from. Well, here's a clue. Yep, keep it going, that's great. Yep, you know what's coming? Well, I've got the answer. Sex mom, sex mom, I'm your sex mom. Sex mom, sex mom, I'm your sex mom. You stayed in me for nine months and uh, that's how we did it. Sex mom, sex mom, I'm your sex mom. Now mommy needs some time alone. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, Thanks. Uh, um, So there's going to be a jug at the end and you're meant to put money in there so that the venue can pay the artists. But as you know, the comedy festival got cancelled, so um, that $600 worth of ticket sales I'm never going to see. So I'm also going to be holding a jug. Um, If you could put some money in there as well, that would be really fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. What the fuck just happened? I feel like I've apologised a lot through this podcast, just constantly. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jack. I'm sorry, world. Uh, everybody has now seen my ass cheeks with the word. Um, I've forgotten it now. <laughs> Sex mom on it. I've tried to erase it immediately from my memory. So, I mean, obviously, because this is an oral medium, 
you didn't get the full effect for our listeners, but what ha- can you just sort of describe to our listeners what happened during the song? So during the song, I introduced the concept of trying to explain what uh, how babies are made. So I took my top off and on my bra were the words sex on one boob and mom on the other. And uh, I also had the same words written on my left and right ass cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to compute this all. I fi- you, uh, I, it's been a while since I've seen someone commit to something like that, that uh, to commit to such a bad idea yeah. as fully. It was such a... You were like, oh, we're going to do something. She's really committing to it. There's going to be a little performance. And I'm like... I didn't know that was happening. And then, boom! (laughs) It was incredible. What a performance. Um, I refuse to die. This is how committed to the bit I am. (laughs) Congratulations, Annie Louie. Let's uh, hit the debrief in just a moment with the winner. All right, we are back in the studio. We are still recovering from <laughs> what we just witnessed. Uh, guys, we just watched the videos back, which our Patreon subscribers can see and for what, themselves. They can, and what a, what, what, what a video, what a video <laughs> to watch, uh, Jack. Was that what you had in mind? That was wild. That was like, <laughs> so it was like one, um, you know when you're like a kid and people are like, oh, I, I dare you to drink a spoonful of this hot sauce and there's like yeah. a real psycho kid who's like, I'll drink the whole fucking bottle. I don't give a fuck. Like it's that kind of thing. Like I've just put you in this really stressful situation and you've gone like, oh, you think that's bad. I'll give Um, it was insane yeah and i really really want to stress i didn't write into the script to take your clothes off like i'm i cannot stress this enough i don't want everybody i don't want the other comedians thinking that i don't want to be uh me too'd for your creative choices this is not (laughs) yeah this is actually where i make you die as a person and that's how you win you may not win the podcast but you Put him you, in the grave. This life. is how I win. Yeah. <laughs> his career. Now, now it's time. We've got, we're going to have to decide here, guys. Who was the winner? I mean, my vote is Annie. That was crazy. Yeah, I'd vote me too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it because I think this is the first one that we've had where they're not like, no, I definitely won. <laughs> Did you make a bra? Did you scribble on your ass cheeks? I don't think so. So you heard it here. Uh, other That's com- official. Congratulations, Annie. Thanks. Well done, Annie. Amazing. Uh, congratulations. You were both incredibly generous and we can't thank you enough for bumming so hard for our listeners. And if you at home want to show your appreciation, check out jackdrews.com and annielouie.com. Follow them on their socials, and when it's safe to do so again, go check out what their comedy is usually like live. Yeah, so for listeners who you know want to show their appreciation, do do go and check out Annie and Jack's websites. And um, Jack, you've got an awesome newsletter. It's not... It's not. It's not funny, but I. No, no, it's not. But I love it, man. It's oh, great. Thanks, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I really enjoy it. I really. It's. It's just sort of a. 
yeah, I don't know, blog or whatever. It's more personal kind of stuff, I guess. I but, don't know what yeah. it is either. There's nothing else that lands in my inbox that's like it, but it's always great, man. It's, oh, cheers, man. Yeah, yeah I, really, I really enjoy doing that kind of writing. How can people get onto it? Um, the link is in my Twitter bio is probably the best way to right. do it. Or um, I think if you just search Jack Drew's newsletter, it should take you to the thing. And on, on jackdrews.com, the aforementioned website. Sure, cool. Look, and as we mentioned at the top, this is unfortunately going to be our last podcast, uh, possibly for a little while. Uh, but please do subscribe to us if you've enjoyed what you've heard so far. We'd really love you to rate us as well and, and leave a review in the app. It, uh, it really helps us sort of spread the word. Also, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all time to die pod. Uh, and if you really want to help us out uh, to pay the performers who have, you know, died for your entertainment uh we'd love your support <laughs> at uh patreon.com uh forward slash time to die pod uh you can give us as little as a dollar a month uh, there's a few cool bits of merch on there too now that you can get a t-shirt and a, and a stubby holder it's uh just yeah as i said patreon.com forward slash time to die pod a dollar a day can help save a comedian in this time every time i clap Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that bit's staying in. Yeah, good. Uh, all right, that's it for the episode. Annie, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, best of luck in this dark time for comedy. Thanks. And uh, mm. and to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is this has uh, been a weird episode, but we will be back. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Isaac Quainall, Tom Stewart. Now that KO has 4K, people will see every detail. I better wash my hair. Oh, I'll book in a spray tan. Maybe a manicure? I'm shining up my tats. Experience amazing detail with 4K. Now on KO. 